Hi there. Welcome to a fourth episode of The Oracle Speaks. Thank you so much for tuning back in with me. Today, I'm going to channel forth a message about our childhoods. Yes, you heard me. My childhood, your childhood, our childhoods. We don't always like to dig into the past. And some of us like to reminisce a lot about the past. I want you to maybe consider an aspect of your childhood that has helped shape who you are today for better or for worse. And just think about it for a minute. Whether it was a negative situation that happened or a positive situation and its ultimate effect on you today, think about how your childhood has built you. Take a moment to pause and reflect on that one. Now, I want you to consider the good, the bad, and the ugly. We're going to get a little deep today. When it comes to your past, what negative situation from the past are you grateful for? In other words, what situation from your childhood that was maybe negative, that actually has taught you to be the person that you are now. I'll give you a personal example. My personal example is this. When I was very young, um... My father used to open up to me, and I'm talking very young, younger than 10, for sure. And he used to come to speak to me about different issues that he was experiencing, adult issues. And he would cry to me as if I was an adult that needed to soothe him. This can be very damaging in, on, in one sense because it introduced me to a whole array of dark adult-like emotions that children for the most part are just not ready to understand and handle and, and I had to learn how to understand them very quickly And I would soothe him and I would help to put things in perspective. I don't know how I did that and I don't know where I pulled the wisdom from, but I did. And it sort of forced me to grow a little bit and become wiser than my years emotionally because of this interesting dynamic where my father kind of became my son. And in many ways, I regard him as such. So it's a strange experience there. But 
I wouldn't, although I wouldn't, I would never wish for a child to be privy to the dark, uh, painful emotions of an adult at a young age and to be held responsible for having to soothe and heal someone who is much older. I also would never take that experience away for, for myself, personally speaking. It's thanks to the emotion that uh, the emotions that I experienced vicariously through my father, that I was able to understand people, that I was able to become very empathic. And it's made me into the healer that I am today. It's made me into uh, the person that others come to if they need to be uh, understood. Because I've kind of heard it all and felt it all at least at least second hand but still I can understand a multitude of different human experiences I was forced to use my imagination to interpret the things that were being told to me and henceforth my imagination just kept growing stronger and I use that imagination to be able to feel and to understand what other people are going through as well. Another reason why um, I have I have uh, I have so many people who entrust me with their um, deepest darkest darkest secrets which, of course, there needs to be a balance. I need to take care of myself and make sure that I uh, give myself time to relax and take care of my own emotional needs. But I'm glad that it's made me into the compassionate, empathic person that I am today. So I ask you again, what darker experience did you have when you were younger? that looking back you wouldn't necessarily wish on another child but you're grateful that it happened to you because it made you into the individual that you are today take a pause and think about that for a moment Okay, good. I want, I want us to do the opposite now. Think of a positive experience that you had when you were younger, which for whatever reason feels more like a handicap to you today. I'll give you another uh, example. Thank you for indulging me in uh, listening to my personal anecdotes. So the other example is, well, when I was younger, I was, um, 
I was encouraged to express my emotions openly at home with my mother. And as much as I think that's always a positive experience, it can sometimes be a detriment to me in my life right now where I need to not push it down, but also just not express it. Do you understand? Not react to it. Just simply feel the emotion and learn to just be with the emotion without reacting, but simply responding. And it's not to say that I don't appreciate all those positive experiences of being able to express myself openly and cry whenever I wanted to cry, but that doesn't always work for me right now as an adult, at least right now in my life. Now I need to learn how to how to just be a little bit more grounded in the way I express my, my feelings. Express them in my words, not so much in my actions. And that is what's going to help me to truly grow. So think of that for you, appreciating both the positive and the negative experiences in the past, and then thinking how, in this particular case, how a positive experience from childhood might actually hinder you in your growth right now. You see, there's a shelf life sometimes of how long something can serve you before you have to say, like anything, you buy milk from a grocery store and it eventually has an expiry date. Well, experiences are like that too. Not all experiences can serve you at all times in your life, depending on the people that you interact with and their vibrations and their preferences for emotional expression and, and so on and so forth. So I'll, I'll, I will stop my jibber-jabber for a moment and I'll let you think and refocus your energy to reflect on what positive experience from childhood no longer serves you right now. And I want to remind you as well, there's no judgment here. It's not about judging yourself for having your positive or your negative experiences and reactions. I mean, life is an experiment. You know, my husband mentioned that to me. And I really like that concept. Life is an experiment. Of course, you have to be careful with some of the things that you experiment with. Maybe, you know, some actions have consequences that you don't need to uh, have experienced firsthand. That being said, life is an experiment. Why do the same thing that you've always done? If it doesn't work for you, maybe try something different. And also... When you do try different things, you're going to 
you're going to fall, you're going to get up, you might, you know, it might work out for you, it may not. And maybe you need to experience whatever it was that didn't work out for you, or doesn't work out for you. Because it's only by going down that path are you going to learn something that will help uh, illuminate the next steps. Sometimes you don't know what those next steps are until you fumble first down the corridor. Sometimes you need to make a mistake before you realize, oh, now I know how to do it better. We know that any invention that has been created has had many failed attempts in the past. So if you're going to be a pioneer at trying something new, then expect it to flop, at least at first, until you can figure it out and get on your feet. And if you hit a dead end, no problem. Don't worry about it. That dead end is a blessing. It's showing you that there is only so much you can go down this road until the universe says, hey, baby, you actually just missed your turn. And we're going to put a wall in front of you because you'll go down the wrong path forever unless we say, nope, there's a better path for you. Turn right or turn left or look back and around. You'll see it. Keep going. So whatever your childhood was, whatever your childhood experience was, you are not the same person that you were when you were younger. But there are parts of you, there are parts of you that will always be a part of you moving forward. And there are parts of you that make up a big part of who you are. Perhaps you need to rekindle and reconnect with. My last question to you is talking about rekindling the relationship with your childhood self. What is it that you would love to revive from your past as far as who you were in relation to who you are right now? How would you like to be yourself again? And using that part of yourself, incorporating it into your personality, into your psyche, into who you are. How can it then help to grow your larger overall you, mixing your inner self and your higher self and your physical self and all of that? How can this childhood self be healthily incorporated into the you that you are meant to be and to become? Think about that for a moment.
I feel very called to say this, that you are wiser than you think you are. Your emotional intelligence is a superpower. If you've stumbled upon my podcast, or if you are continuing to listen to the the episodes that I post, I can guarantee that you have a pretty high emotional IQ. And so remember that it is a strength, not a weakness, although many people will try to demonize it. And that is just a reflection of them. A projection of people not being able to deal with the wounds from their past, of repeating the same things their parents told them. And it's a projection of people's fears towards something that they don't understand, that they try to suppress, and that they feel that they must control at all times. Because if they don't, then the emotions will take hold of them. When someone puts you down for being emotional, remember, not in all cases, let's be fair, but in many cases, that would just signal, it would just signal that person's fear of an emotion which they are trying to rid themselves of but that life keeps reminding themselves, reminding them of in the form of other people's reactions. So I repeat, you are wiser than you think you are. You are very intelligent. And if people try to act haughty or superior to you, know that a rich man doesn't need to tell you he's rich. In other words, someone's natural ability should just speak for themselves. Just by you being you and authentically being true to your own experience, know that it doesn't matter what anybody else says because you don't know if that person sincerely is trying to be superior and really does think they are. Or is it more of a question of why is that person trying so hard? Because if they're trying so hard, it must mean that your energy is just so powerful that they have to try that much harder to put you down. And so that is their insecurity and their projection. And it has nothing to do with you, but more to do with them. Be true to yourself. And everything will turn out just the way it's meant to be. Everything will be all right. Thank you for tuning in, and I will see you next time on The Oracle Speaks.